It's timely. It's insightful. It's motivating. It's empowering. It's time with Fred, your inspirational broadcast with host Fred Gaddy. Hello, and thanks for tuning in to another edition of the Time with Fred podcast. This is a podcast that challenges paradigms and mindsets that hold us back. And speaking of paradigms and mindsets, uh, there's one here that we're going to be talking about that most people, or at least a lot of people, look forward to doing. Um, I'm not going to give it away yet. I'm going to let my guest introduce herself first, um, and then we'll, we'll dive into it. But I'm pleased to welcome uh, to the podcast, Jani uh, Romani, affectionately and popularly called G. G is an author. She's an entrepreneur. She's a mother. She's a wife. And she joins us from Central Florida. G, welcome to the Time with Fred podcast today. Thank you, Fred. I'm so happy to be here. Pleasure is all mine. So, Jay, let's before we start, let's give our audience a little background about you, what you do, um, and then we'll dive right into uh, into the meat of uh, the podcast today. Of course. Well, just like you said, I am a wife and mother first and foremost, but I am a brand new published author. It's been a dream coming, and uh, I'm happy to say that it's finally come true. I wrote a book called Day Hustle: Receive the Benefits of a Day Job while you grow your side hustle. It just released last week. I'm happy to say we released at number one in several categories. And I'm excited to share uh, what it's about with you and your audience, Fred. I think it would really help a lot of people, uh, people that were you know, in my shoes, uh, what I call uh, the golden handcuffs. And congratulations on uh, on releasing that book. As an author myself, I know it's, it's, it's a lot of work. It's not just a matter of just you know putting pen or pencil to paper or just writing stuff or typing stuff it's a lot of mine was actually six years in the making so wow. um, it gives you a better appreciation of anyone who calls themselves an author and i've seen your book and i know the amount of work uh, that you have put in so congratulations and looking forward to coming back a little bit so uh day hustle right receiving the benefits of a day job um while you grow your side hustle. And I, I mentioned, I call this a, a paradigm, one of the paradigms, because Jamie, I, mean, I, I know that there are a lot of people who desire to be business owners, whether running their own company or managing one. And, and it's, 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 it's one thing desiring it. It's one thing wishing for it, but it's also quite another uh, bringing this uh, to pass. And you have, um, you're a thought leader, you're a subject matter expert that you've written this book and we're going to be diving in, but, um, you, you start the book, I was reading a little bit the excerpt, you start the book by um, uh, talking about having a mission statement um, or perhaps having a, a vision board. Uh, why are those important Chief, for anyone thinking of attaining that position of um, either being an, a business owner or, or running, running a business? Why is it even important to have a, a personal mission statement? That's a great question. Uh, the mission statement, the vision board, you know, these things really helped my husband and I clarify what we wanted. And once you know that, then it really helps you figure out where you're coming from. And then, then it helps you figure out, okay, what do you need to get from point A to point B? So it's all about clarity, Fred. Um, I, there was a time where we were kind of just, you know, talking about things, and it was just, you know, agreeing. But then we started having more and more ideas. And uh, when things got a little bit scarier, because it meant, oh, you know, those ideas meant leaving our day jobs, 
then we really had to make sure that we had a good plan in place. We, you know, something that we could build off of and make sure because we're growing a family that we were making the right decisions. And of course, you know, you run into challenges and some decisions you would have wished you would have made differently. But I think clarity when it comes to that personal mission statement and the vision board really, really comes in handy. And that's a really good thing to also when you are facing those challenges to look back and, and, and realize, okay, this is just uh, an obstacle. And if your reason, your why they call it is big enough, then it's really going to keep your head in the game and focus to that end goal. I totally do agree with you that it is an important part of this process. You capture a quote, a quote here in your book that I love so much by uh, the late John Wooden, and he said, do not let making a living uh, prevent you from, from making a life. And I love that so much. You Let's let's talk about that a little bit, because I think it kind of sets the, the stage here for this discussion. Do not let making a living prevent you from making life. Because, I, gee, I, I'm sure you'll agree with me that many of us go through life and we, we get to the point where we're we're satisfied with the status quo, right? Maybe we hit a you know certain position or making you know X amount of money, and we feel like okay, this is it, right? But oftentimes, for for a lot of people, this kind of prevents us from. They say that the 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 biggest obstacle to greatness is your last success, right? So you reach that level of success, mm-hmm. whatever that may be, and we feel like okay, I've attained, right? And it kind of stops people from 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 moving forward. Um, why is this so important? Um, what, why should we make making a living prevent us from making a life? You know, I thought that was a perfect quote to start that chapter off of because I go into the difference between what I refer to as surviving expenses versus living expenses. So most people refer to them as living expenses. It's the basic necessities, you know, uh, your food, your mortgage, taxes even, Um, and I think that if you have money enough to cover just the basic necessities, I think that's surviving, not living. I think living is, you know, doing things that you love, things that make you feel alive, not just things that you have to do or need to do in order to be breathing, if, if that makes sense. And unfortunately, the day job has been what people see as making a living, right? And I've wanted to find a way to help people like me break free from the idea of being stuck in that day job so that you can live the life that you don't need a vacation from. That's another term that I use a lot. And what I what I've seen is and what I've learned by reading books like Robert Kiyosaki's books and things like that is being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, being an investor is the real path to freedom rather than being in that hamster wheel of working your day job, then anything that you make just goes to pay for the car that got you there. And, you know, of course, your taxes are paid first before you even get your paycheck. So being an investor, being a business owner was the way to go. But how do you do that? How do you make that transition when you're almost addicted or in other words, relying on that steady paycheck, you know, the biweekly or the, you know, every week paycheck, also the health insurance. And that's where this whole idea of angel employment, what we called it, um, angel employment came. I, I love that. I mean, you mentioned um, Kiyosaki's book, which I have um, 
said in my uh, bookcase behind me here, um, how does one, I mean, for a lot of people, Archie, there's, there's that, uh, the fear is palpable, right? I mean, that they dream it, they want to do it, but leaving that or, or, or stepping out of that boat and, and launching out is often, um, you know, the biggest hurdle uh, to, to overcome. How important a role uh, of a role does fear play in there? And, and how does one overcome that initial inertia, right? And, and, and you know, brace that fear um, and, and just stepping out and say, look, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what it holds. There's no guarantee. You know, the economy is all inflation is high and, you know, recession is right. And there are, there's all those what ifs, right? And also that mm -hmm. saboteur voices that, you know, we hear in our heads, you know, what if you fail? What if I fail? What if I don't say, how does one overcome all these, um, all this noise and, and, you know, in order to, you know, get on, start on that journey to becoming, um, what they truly uh, want to be. Okay. I think fear plays a huge, huge factor. It's a big factor in, in this whole thing. And rightfully so, because if you're trying to take care of yourself or your family or, or what have you, or even just the fear of, of losing everything you've worked for until this point, you know, it, I retired from my career after 20 years and shortly after I get this notice in the mail saying, Oh, it's time to renew this designation and that designation. Well, my business goals right now has nothing to have nothing to do with my previous career. And it's, it would be scary naturally for anyone to say, okay, well, do I not renew this anymore? And if I, you know, just like you said, what if, what if I do need to fall back on this? Am I going to need to do all those years of training again to get to the prerequisites to get that certification? So fear plays a big part of it. And many of us have heard about analysis paralysis. It could really stop people from, from doing anything, making that change, make, taking that leap. And I am in no way... Um, qualified enough to show somebody how to philosophically get over fear. But what we tried to do with angel employment with day hustle was to eliminate what they're afraid of in the first place, which in this case is losing that job security. Okay. A lot of entrepreneurs, they have made it big, but they took the risk. Mm -hmm. they, they didn't let fear stop them. They took the risk uh, and did the, the business all on their own. Okay, and that's fantastic. But for some for the people that don't, uh, you know, rise to, you know, that that risk, for the people that are just waiting, right, I waited 20 years to, to get to this point, how many years did some people take, you know, we hear we always hear about Colonel Sanders that at 65, that's when he made it big, right. So it, it matter it, it has a factor on if somebody actually does it or how long it takes for them to do it and so so that's what angel employment is about it's to eliminate the risk but but certainly there are tools that people can use to lessen the fear and i think that if you're able to get over that and you know i think it's a work in progress obviously is um, not letting fear uh, conquer right um if you're able to get over that fear, then you can focus more on your business. You're not distracted by the what ifs. You're not distracted by all the negative thoughts that fear bring. 
And that, you know, that focus in and of itself is going to help you succeed even more. Yeah, I, I like that. And, you know, you mentioned, you know, Saunders, you know, Edison and, you know, all these other folks who tried things over and over again uh, before they succeeded. Um, you also mentioned risk, which I, I want us to talk about a little because there's really no such thing as a risk-free thing, right? We all this ask, you know, risk-free guarantee life is full of risks, right? And I think it's important for us to embrace or be aware um, of that risk and not throw caution to the winds or, or act without without um, considering some of those risk factors. But I've often believed in the fact that, um, you know, they say experience is the, is the best teacher, but I, I think learning from someone else's mistakes, right, is the best teacher because you don't have to pay the ex expensive um, uh, or, or, or learn the expensive lessons that they, they faced along the way. I'm sure if kind of Saunders had someone who kind of walked him through or show him the blueprint he would have avoided, um, you know, trying to sell that chicken recipe over a thousand times, time, times like it did. Uh, but in your case, though, um, what are some of the things you feel that are important um, for anyone to consider in making this transition? We'll talk about the lessons here because you've you've lived by them, and that's what you that's what your book is about. But what are some of the things that you feel uh, people should be aware of um, in, in making this transition? Well, you say that there's always a risk in something. What day hustle is, and like I said, this eliminates what you're afraid of, of losing that job security. But as far as risk goes, you're putting the risk in your hands. You're, you're, you're putting some control back in your hands. And with day hustle, I think the amount and the speed at which your business grows now that you have that 40 plus hours back to put into your business. The control is in yours, the the in your hands as far as as that speed and that growth, because you no longer have the I'll say excuse, uh, because it was an excuse for me, I think, for the most part, but the excuse of, oh, I don't have time to put in my business anymore. So without that excuse, then you have this 40 plus hours, then it's all in your hands to say, what am I going to do with this 40 plus hours? Who do I need to meet? What do I need to learn? What do I need to do to make this business grow? Yeah, I love that. I want to talk about um, passion or desire, uh, G, here for, for a moment here. You, you describe, um, you know, when you're in your, your husband, um, F, as you liked, and we'll talk about those favorite F words. Uh, and it's not what you're thinking, audience. It's not, it's not, it's not, the, it's not the bad F words. These are good F words. But you, you paint a picture of... Um, going on honeymoon and and somehow you know the the life and, and the freedom that came with it albeit you know it was you know limited to a relatively short amount of time but how important is that um as it plays into where one wants to be right because it's to be able to get there you have to feel or know or realize how much freedom that 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 life could bring right would you say that your honeymoon experience kind of shape this 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 desire or, or what you and your husband are doing right now the reason that we got back to the honeymoon was because it started to become a common theme for me you mm -hmm. know on social media i was posting you know pictures of our family doing this adventure or that adventure or visiting this new place and I started hashtagging, you know, the honeymoon phase continues, you know, even after 20 years, we're still doing fun things, we're still doing that. So that's where the whole idea of the honeymoon 
uh, came in. And when I was uh, creating the vision board with my husband, I was, I, I said, you know what, what's perfect is pictures from our honeymoon to bring us back to, like you said, the feeling, right? It's, it's, in addition to imagining something, I can even take myself back there and remember what it felt like. And to clarify the honeymoon for anybody right now, you don't have to be married. You don't need to be even in a relationship to grasp the concept of living a life you don't need a vacation from. You know, people talk about the honeymoon phase of a job, mm -hmm. right? It, it's when, you know, things are perfect. And, you know, if things aren't perfect, people are easier to forgive and they're just excited and motivated. And that's what I, I mean by the honeymoon. It's, it's not worrying about bills to pay. And, uh, and in terms of being a business owner, it's focusing on making our money work for us rather than work uh, the other way around now. You mentioned um, in, in chapter three of your book, uh, fool's gold. <laughs> Can you explain what that concept is? Yes, uh, fool's gold. So in my day job, I was making uh, a, I was making a good career. I was making a good income and it was covering more than my surviving expenses. We were we were li living well on it. You know, the boys could come with us whenever we wanted them to join us. If they weren't at school, really is the only thing that keeps us apart nowadays. Um you know, we were going on vacations, we, we dirt bike rides, so we're able to do that, kayak, whatever new adventure that we wanted to do. And it was what I refer to as fool's gold because it wasn't really what we're looking for. We felt like we were free, but in terms of the honeymoon phase, right, where it ends, Typically, that's what people think uh, a phase is something that ends. It's short. So that's that's why I refer to it as hustling to the honeymoon life. I don't want it to end. The life is short. And to stay in that day job and, you know, feel like I'm doing well, but not really reaching my true potential and our financial potential, then that's where the term fool's gold came from. And I actually, you know, was tying it into that golden handcuffs idea. Somebody offered me a chance to run my own operation at one point, and I had turned them down, down, and I said, I have it too good at my day job. You know, I get to go to fancy dinners. They pay for my gas, you know, this, that. Um, and they said, oh, okay, well, I understand you're in golden handcuffs. And then that's when I really started thinking, and and then it clicked. Golden handcuffs, like I am imprisoned, and it feels good. You know, it feels like gold, but I, I really am imprisoned in this mindset, if you want to call it that. Yeah, that is such a powerful concept, G, because I I am sure that a lot of us um, find ourselves or a lot of people are trapped in that fool's gold mentality, right? They're comfortable. Um, they could do more, but somehow they're comfortable, that status quo, and there's something that's just preventing them from moving forward. And I think that's what we're talking about earlier right getting to that point where you know you gotta step out of that comfort zone that status quo and go beyond um where you're 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 yes this is great but you can do better right um and, and i think this is really something that perhaps can be even applicable to to just about anything in our lives right not just you know business alone but we're 
we've got to always seek to, to do better, right? And not um, just be comfortable with that with that situation in which we're on. So I'm glad you're you're mentioning that. Um, you 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 mentioned favorite words. These are F words, and um, the the family, fun, faith, fitness, food, um, finances, freedom, and fulfillment. Uh, what part does does that play, or do those words play in your own? personal life as you as you embark on this on this on this enterprise so will, will you consider those to be like your kind of foundation core beliefs values why, why are those important yeah they're very important and it happens to be a coincidence that Farhad my husband his name starts with an f as well but you know faith and family is is really you know important for us and it doesn't necessarily just mean faith in God. It's faith in the plans that we've made, faith in ourselves, faith in each other. And just remembering that just uh, what we were talking about as far as life is short and we want to make the most out of it. So, you know, life should be fun for us, you know, and if we're able to help people along the way, that's where the fulfillment comes in. But certainly being trapped in something that we're not really pursuing our passions and not trying to, you know, build and create, that's not fun for us and not fulfilling. So I think it, it's a, a big part. And, and again, it became another central theme for posts that I was posting about, you know, different things about uh, finances and freedom. Freedom is huge uh, for us. We're so lucky in the U.S., uh, you know, there's a lot of things going on right now. My husband's Iran, uh, Iranian, and uh, I'm not sure if they've heard because uh, we hear a lot of uh, media is being, you know, quieted down. And, you know, I'd love to take, I, I hope this is okay to, to use this platform to bring that out for awareness. You yeah. know, there are people that are not free to live like we do here. And I think when we do live in a free world, it's a tribute to the people that fight for our freedoms to live life the way you know we want to want to live it so. absolutely there's a cost there's a cost to to everything Gigi, this is this is really important i, I don't want us to um to go on some of that but i, I interviewed um someone recently uh, on the podcast who um actually he's based out of singapore um, was doing extremely well he was running this um multi-million dollar spa um i think he was bringing like 35 million dollars a year um but he was doing that at the expense of what he now realizes were very important um, aspects of his life. He was not paying attention to, in his own words, to to his health, um, and also perhaps not to not paying too much attention, spending too much time with the family. It was after he suffered a a, a major stroke uh, decades later that he realized in hindsight that. There were certain things that were important um, as part of growing that business or, or seeking after the life that he so much desired. And so he was sharing some of the tips um, with my audience, things that he would do differently, was perhaps pay more attention to, to his health, maybe, you know, sleep longer, spend more time with family. And, and I remember this um, only because we were talking about these apps, which I feel like is important as much as we're seeking or desiring to build that business. That some of these core values, as I like to call them, are, are very important, right? To to man maintain that equilibrium, um, so something doesn't suffer. Yes, we want to hustle harder. Yes, we want to get to that level uh, of independence. 
but then we don't want to sacrifice some of these important, I believe, values or the people who I believe are central uh, to us getting there. Do you want to share a thought or two on that, um, just based on that background and why that is even important? Absolutely. Well, so those F words are part of my mission statement and which is on my vision board. So going back to that, you need to remember what you're trying to build. And the beauty of day hustle, and I talk about this in one of the chapters, is it does give you the opportunity to have better life balance. Okay. And your day job, you know, there's a lot of companies that promote life balance. But again, the fool's gold, right? The golden handcuffs. What I found as an employee is that for that vacation, that the paid vacation that I was allowed to go on, I was the one that had to pay for the emails that I missed and, you know, have to get back to a whole pile of it. Uh, if there was a, a company function and an employee appreciation function, I was the one that would get in trouble if I missed a call, right? Or not get in trouble, but I'd have to deal with that. And so when you're, when you're doing a, a day job then, and then a side hustle on top of that, where is the time for the family? Where is the time for the fun or anything else? You know, it doesn't have to be one of those F words, but uh, fitness, well, fitness is uh, one of our, uh, one of those words as well. And, you know, when do you have time to exercise and, and make sure today, or at least the record the day of this recording is World Mental Health Day. And a lot of entrepreneurs report mental breakdowns because they work a nine to five, then they work uh, what they call the seven to two strategy then there's no other time for rest and, you know, relaxation. Yeah, that is, that is so important. Um, and let's talk a little bit, um, Jade, now about the work that you do and, and how you help people who are seeking that life or who are desiring um, to embark on, on that hustle. How do you, how do you identify, you know, your, um, your partners, business partners, and, and, and what's that process like for someone who may be listening, who has been thinking about starting that, but doesn't even know where to start, maybe thinking of the risks, thinking about all the, you know, the, the noise, the distractions, and doesn't even have any idea. What are some of the steps um, that you kind of walk them through, or how do they even get started in this case? Sure. Well, Angel employment, as we refer to it, is brand new concept. You know, my husband and I and um, our team, you know, molded it into to what we believe is going to be a very great opportunity for people looking to transition. And so we wrote the book. The book is, uh, as someone else referred to it, it's like the manual. But uh, what it is, is a prerequisite. Because it's such a new concept, I wanted people to understand the thought process of where we came from as we read those Robert Kiyosaki books, as we decided which business, uh, which business ideas to pursue, as we decided, okay, now it's time to leave that day job and where we go from here. So that and then it asks those questions that you started off with as far as what's your mission statement? What's your dream life? You know, where are you now? Where do you want to be? So, you know, even if you don't want to be a day hustler, this book is the foundation. Um, I think it, you know, after you get motivated, after, you know, you read the books about the skills and things, I think this is a perfect next book for you to read and kind of see this is a new opportunity. And it could very well just motivate you on on being an angel employer yourself. 
um, you know, invest, like I said, investing is, is one of our big goals and investing itself has, there's a lot of fear attached to it. There's a lot of risk when you invest and, as an angel employer, as opposed to an angel investor, let's talk about that a little bit, if you don't mind, um, in case, you know, just some foundation for your audience. An angel investor typically, you know, gives lump, big lump sums to a business to cover business expenses to scale, marketing, research, you know, product development, whatever the business is looking for to, to move on to the next level. Well, we call this angel employment because we're going to pay for the personal expenses, right? Offer the salary, offer the health insurance, the benefits that you're afraid of losing from your job. But as an investor angel employer, your risk of your investment is limited to those biweekly paychecks. So you have time as you're investing in somebody to see that they really are investing their new 40 plus hours now into the business and they're growing. And if they're not, then you can cut ties. Your your risk was mi minimized. But the goal of this, obviously, is to accelerate. I want to think positive. Our goals and our plans have people growing their business seven uh, their business profits by seven and a half times, aka nine hundred percent, and able to grow and retire from day hustle in eighteen months or less. So, can you imagine being your own boss in eighteen months or less? Your business profits are fully covering what you were depending on your day job for. But now it's all yours. You talk about certain qualities that make a successful day hustler. So it's not, it's not just for everyone, right? I, I'm sure there's some, you know, traits, maybe skills or I don't know, whatever it is that, that you look out for. Can you talk about some of those qualities here? Um, Sure. Yeah, I'll definitely talk about some. Um, I, I listed a lot of them. And um, I was laughing about it the other day, because I, I don't even have it memorized my success formula, because there's so many into it. But I think it's important to know that day hustle provides a lot of it. Day hustle provides you the time to focus, it provides you the pressure of time. I talk about that a lot. I think pressure of time is important as well. So you don't want it to just be, you, you know, we're, we're creatures where, you know, you have a full day ahead of you and you can't be lazy. You have to have that self-motivation, that self-initiative to say, okay, this is what I need to do and I'm going to do it and I'm going to get it done. Things like that. As far as qualities go, it's, we talk about clarity, having that clarity, but it's decisiveness. Mm -hmm. You know, we talked about having, you know, challenges along the way. So it's, it's being able to see past those, cha those challenges and really making things happen. That's one of my favorite quotes, Fred, is, you know, when you state what you want, you either have to start making it happen or start making excuses. Mm -hmm. And so that that's a really, uh, important phrase that I learned. I wish I knew who said it, but that's really a foundation for a lot of the qualities that I talk about. It's just, you know, you get it, you get it done. You know, you do good work you, and you work towards your goal. Uh, do you have a website, uh, G, that, you know, someone wants to find about or, or is everything captured in that book? Uh, everything's captured in the book, but you can find it on dayhustlebook.com. 
pretty simple. Dayhustlebook.com. It talks to you about the the book. It's the full book description. It talks about me, but it's got links there. So if you want to link to, you know, connect with me on Instagram or LinkedIn, um, there the book we found is the most efficient way, obviously, to explain this brand new concept. But we foresee people having questions and things like that. So on dayhustle.com, just the company's website, there's opportunities for you to be able to ask questions uh, through there. Awesome. Gee, before we kind of wrap up here, I, I like to make this a little bit personal. There's someone, obviously someone who is um, listening to us and, um, you know, has that desire. You know, they know they want to leave that day job they know there's something beyond that they know there's something where they want to break free from those um uh golden golden handcuffs as we as we rightly said but they just they just they just for whatever reason can't seem to get out of that rut or maybe afraid i want you to speak to that person right now who's listening uh to you um whatever you want to whatever message you want to share and how to kind of get them over get them started of course yes we're going to read the book we're going to check out the website but someone really needs to hear um, you speak to them directly um, about how to get them started. What would you say to that person right now? Just thinking of it, but just can't seem to be able to make that leap yet. Yeah. Well, definitely I would tell you, you know, think think of everything that has gotten you to where you are now. Those are what I learned from David Bayer through a mind hack program that my husband and I did. Everything is a miracle. Everything that got you to this point, think of all the tiny miracles that got you to where you are today. You are great. You are creative. You're a hard worker. And everything that you're doing now, you can be doing for yourself, but you're doing it for someone else. And you might not even be doing something that you love. So life is short and you you can do it on your own. You can build the life of your dreams on your own, but there's steps that you can take to lessen the risk and to really have clarity on where you want to be. Take those steps that everyone says, make that personal statement, build that vision board, really know what you want, know where you are, you know, look at your finances, see where you need to, to be with your finances. Do you have debt that you need to, you know, pay off? Uh, what's your financial goal to, to, to live financially free? Once you know all these things, then resources will will start coming. Be positive. Uh, that just reminded me as far as the law of attraction. You're going to start thinking about, you know, how to make things happen. You're going to be attracting people that will want to help you. You're going to be attracting resources that will help you. And I think if you just have faith, and as I, get, I said, in God or the universe, whatever you want to call it, but have faith in yourself, have faith in the people um, people, most people are good. And I say that all the time. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that say the world needs more love. The world needs more this, the world needs more that. I think there's a lot of love and a lot of good people in the world. And if you recognize it, you'll see more of it too. Jenny Ramani, author of A Day Hustle, Receive Benefits of a Day Job While You Grow Your Side Hustle. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Gita. You've certainly given me um, a few things to think about myself, um, and I'm sure right. the audience um, follows the garden quite a bit as well. Uh, but definitely check out G's book, it's on Amazon, um, and uh, visit her website. And um, I'm sure there are ways to reach out to her if you have 
questions or just can't seem to shake that up, I'm sure uh, she will be willing uh, to kind of help you, walk you through, actually helps you as well if you need that assistance um, in getting you started as well. Uh, I want to thank you again, G, for coming and want to thank your audience for tuning in. Until we come your way again with another edition of the Time with Fred podcast, uh, stay well. Thank you, Fred. You're welcome.